It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, and Bill. And welcome to this episode of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bill Petrie. With me is a wonderful group I will introduce in just a moment, but something else that's wonderful that I would be remiss if I didn't share would be our good friends at Bay State. You know, a lot of distributors are always looking for tools and that ways to help sell more product and help their customers. And Bay State has you covered there. They've got free marketing materials available right there on their website at baystate.com. They have digital catalogs, digital flyers, idea boards, you name it, they've got it. And my favorite thing is not only can you get all those wonderful free marketing tools, when you order samples from Bay State, they ship at no charge. That's right. They don't charge you for shipping as long as it goes through the United States Postal Service. So if you're interested in getting some of those free marketing materials, and gosh darn it, I don't know why you wouldn't be, go ahead and visit baystate.com. You will not be sorry you did. Now, one thing I am sorry about are the people who are with me on this podcast. Gosh darn because, it. Gosh darn it. No, they have a great group here. Um, and so I will reintroduce myself so Jeff can thank you me thank me for introducing myself. I'm Bill Petrie. I'm the president of Promo Corner. And I am the token service provider on this podcast. As I've mentioned before, we take one topic and kind of dissect it from every potential corner of the industry we can think of. And so I serve as a service provider voice. With me, as always, is Stephen McFadden, CAS. He's the distributor and president of Perfect Promotions and More. Stephen, how are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you. Jeff Franklin, who is our supplier. He's the National Account Manager with Headwear USA. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Bill. Listen, man, we're, uh, we're, we're in May. We're getting towards the, end, or towards the midpoint of the year, having a great year so far. Looking forward to this three-day weekend that's coming up, Memorial Day. Shout out. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Just uh, super excited about it. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm right there with you. April was a fantastic month. I haven't had that good of an April in probably six decades. Meg Erber is occupying the fourth chair, which is a chair we intentionally leave open for the voice of the female in our industry. And there's no one more qualified to do that than the fabulous Meg Erber. She is the outside sales manager for SNS Active. Where Meg, are you done doing these already? Or are you enjoying it? <laughs> AKA the token woman. <laughs> the to- I'm the token service provider. Yes. It's okay. Yeah, no, I'm so excited to be here. It has been a busy first and leading into second quarter. So we're really excited to be part of this. Awesome. Um, and especially excited about our topics today. Yeah, we have some great topics today. So as Jeff mentioned, we are in Maine. We're kind of lurching up to uh, promotional products work week and lead. And that is going to be our topic today. And, and so... I'm going to go ahead and just set the table because I know there's some people out there who don't know what Promotional Products Work Week is and what LEAD is, and then I think we'll just kind of kick around the topic. So Promotional Products Work Week is where industry uh, companies and professionals, we step up to really help support the promotional products industry and to educate about what our industry does. And it's a wonderful week of activities and there's all sorts of things this is put on by ppai and and there's all sorts of wonderful things and last year had the honor and privilege where we 
Promotional Products Work Week was actually kicked off here in Tennessee. I live in Franklin, Tennessee, which is a suburb of Nashville. And for those of you who don't know, there is a small town about 20 miles outside of where I live, so it's about 30 miles from Nashville, called Shelbyville, Tennessee. And during the early part of the 19th century, it was actually known as Pencil City, USA, because I think 93% of all the pencils produced in the United States were actually produced in, a, in between four different factories in about a three-mile radius of each other. Very interesting little tidbit about our industry. And so the last one that's really still standing is Shapenko. Um, and they're a great company. And what they did, and it was really through Mark Farah, who is the executive director of PPAMS. He's the one who orchestrated all of this. But had PPAI come to town, had notable dignitaries, the mayor of Shelbyville, the entire PPAMS board, not that we were dignitaries, but also had uh, several, um, uh, had uh, Scott uh, Desjardins, who is the uh, uh, U.S. Uh, representative for that area. And we had a really cool tour of the facility while we kicked off Promotional Products Work Week. In fact, Shelbyville actually renamed the city by a proclamation of the mayor as Pencil or Promotional Products City USA just for the day, which is really kind of a neat thing, especially as you look at what an industry association is supposed to do. One of the things is really not only advocate for the industry, but educate. And this is a huge, huge part of the education. And so that is something that is done every year. There's all sorts of online toolkits. You can go ahead and get that at ppaai.org, PPAI or you can just search in your portable Google machine, uh, Promotional Products Work Week 2019. You can see all the toolkits that uh, PPAI has put together. But it's a pretty important thing, I think, for us as an industry. So why don't we start off with that, and then we can talk about lead in a minute. So I know, Jeff, you, you are very familiar with Promotional Products Work Week. What do you think the impact of having a dedicated week where we come together as an industry really does for us as an industry? I mean, I think the more the the more the word spreads, the more you know light the more light you're shining on you know the industry itself. I mean, I know for me, be, having been in the industry for you know now twelve, thirteen years, uh, trying to explain to my friends what I was doing when I first got into the industry as a distributor was a daunting task uh, to say th- to say the least. Uh, and now it's even more daunting because I just tell them I sell hats, and they're like, "Oh, cool! So you like you work at Lids? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, dude, don't work at Lids, but uh, appreciate it." Um, it's just trying to explain what we do. It's the largest industry that nobody really knows about. Uh, you know, twenty-three billion dollars a year in business, at least last year. This year will probably be more than that because I think we're growing at what, like a ten or twenty percent. Uh, or a 10% mm-hmm. increase or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's crazy. Um, it's the largest bil- uh, largest business that nobody really knows about. Uh, to put things into perspective, I believe the NFL's, uh, the NFL's revenue or annual whatever is like $15 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it just goes to show you how much, how much spend and how much business is actually out there for promotional products. Uh, and I think any, anything that we can do to sort of make it a little bit more mainstream and make ourselves known uh, is a good thing for sure. Absolutely. Now, I know, Meg, you've been involved in Promotional Products Work Week in the past. Have you not? Is that correct? Uh, yes. When okay. I, yeah, yeah. So um, what is your take on it? I mean, I don't, I would doubt it's very different from Jeff's, but what has your experience been as you've been, you know, doing outreach and things like that? You know, it, it really is about kind of educating everyone how they, how promotional products work. And even not during the week, but because it has left such an impact on distributors and suppliers and end users that we, we often see things like, uh, as it, like inside jokes almost, suppliers will be on the road and they'll go to a restaurant. Actually, I think I saw one yesterday and they were at a pub and it was, 
I believe it was the Keystone Beer Stein in green mm-hmm. with the St. Patty's lo- Day or the bar logo on it. It's like, hey, promotional products work because they're taking that, they're taking that mug from bar to bar to bar for their shuttle or St. Patty's Day, whatever right. shenanigans. So it's really about getting your name out there, and that's what promotional products do. And they just have designated an entire week towards it. So it's great. It's it's it it helps us all really. Stephen, what about you? Do you use that week to kind of educate, kind of make a, a special purpose? I know you're always educating your end user clients on the value and the power of promotional products. Do you, you leverage some of the tools that PPAI provides to help you do that, or some of the statistics, or, or any of the research PPAI does? Yeah, we, um, you know, I know uh, Sage and PPAI. They they come up with a lot of like kind of cool graphics that you can incorporate into your marketing uh, that kind of help visualize the impact of the promotional product industry. Whether it's, you know, this um, I I can't remember all the st- specific statistics, but it's something that like you know, currently there's 12 promotional products in the office that you're in right now, or mm-hmm. there's a 70 percent retention on. Uh, you know, gifts given that are used in the kitchen, like all these random cool promotional marketing facts that that are that are released that we can then use to show justification for marketing spend. Um, so I, I, I love those those cool graphics and cool statistics that come out from from this week. I think it's very educational and a lot of, a lot of cool info that comes out of it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So if you want to get involved, and and I really, I'm going to speak for everybody here. If you care about this industry, if you care about how we're perceived in the marketplace, I mean, I'll I'll give you a quick sidebar. Uh, PPAI, just in in conjunction with the American Market Association, just wrote a white paper kind of in response to um, the educators in our society, the, the higher educators, the professors in, at universities that teach marketing. And they don't view promotional products as part of their curriculum. In fact, they don't share it. And the fact that uh, in, in some of the comments that these professors said that, you know, they're little trinkets, they're not useful, it's not part of strategy, um, kind of blows me away. And I was honored to be part of writing some of the rebuttal and response to that but if you can get involved and help change the way that our industry is viewed in, in, in not only just among your clients, but kind of the world at large, you're doing a good thing. We are so much more than trinkets and trash. We are so much more than tchotchkes, and, and we need to stop having that inferiority complex. And I think PPAI does a really nice job during the week of Promotional Products Work Week to kind of assist with that. And like I said last year, what they kicked it off with Dan Towns down there at Shapenko, we had just, just a wonderful way to really see the power and impact that promotional products really has on a, on a small community. So that was really cool. Now, part of Promotional Products Work Week is something called LEAD, which is uh, an acronym for Legislative Education and Action Day. Generally, that is the Wednesday of Promotional Products Work Week. And for those of you unfamiliar, and, and I know, Meg, you've been part of LEAD before, and I know, Jeff, you and I are currently part of LEAD. Mm-hmm. What happens is about, and again, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but about 75 to 80 volunteers, industry professionals, descend upon Washington, D.C. We actually get in our gussied up best, <laughs> and we go, we, we learn about the, uh, the topics of the day, um, what is are challenging to small businesses in the promotional products industry, and then we descend upon Capitol Hill, and we meet with legislators, we meet with their staff, and we're able to tell the story on a one-on-one basis 
the power of promotional products. And I will tell you, um, I, uh, this will be my third year going. The first year I went, um, I walked out of there, felt like my life was actually changed for the better because I really understood the power of, first of all, our democracy, but then on a smaller scale, how much impact we can have as a group of people really advocating. And it turned me around because there are people who remembered other people who had come the previous years and they remembered um, some uh, promotional products that were given out, maybe a spiral notebook or a notepad, and they, they almost look forward to it. Jeff, what has your experience been with LEAD? Well, this will actually be my third year doing it now in a row. And Mine too, yeah. Good. I think my the first year, uh, you said it, it sort of woke you up a little bit. For me, I kind of felt a little insignificant. Um, and I'll tell you that that perspective changed the second year that I went back. But the first year, you know, just seeing how many people that all these legislators and, and uh, uh, staff meet with, uh, just how many people were in their lobby and how frequently they're in meetings and stuff like that. I just I had a hard time realizing, like, how much of an impact can we actually make when we're lobbying Capitol Hill? Mm-hmm. But then the second year that I went back. Um, most of the staffers remembered us and they, they knew the product that we gave them, you know, and they remembered it and they were, they, you know, they were still using it or, you know, there was, uh, just a lot of great feedback from them. Uh, there was actually even some of the, some of the legislative staff had people or family in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, the one lady, uh, told me that her uncles actually owns an embroidery shop or something like that. Uh, so it's really cool just to see how many people are involved and just the impact that our industry does make, uh, you know, throughout the world, but, or at least throughout the country. Um, so yeah, it was just a really interesting perspective. I think it's super important to go and to lobby for the promotional products, uh, industry. Uh, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, topics from, you know, the border adjustment tax. I think that was the big deal, uh, the first year that I went, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just keeping marketing dollars as a hundred percent tax write off and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's not just a matter of going and, and advocating for the industry. It's also, you know, educating them on where we stand on the issues as well. Cause like I said, we throw a little bit of weight. PPA puts this, uh, uh, PPAI puts out this uh, this little notebook called the their little black book of facts. Yeah, uh, and it's broken up by states, so you can actually go in there and meet with your legislators and give them you know detailed information about the promotional product companies in that state. Yeah, all and the tell small them how, businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah how many great. small the percentage of small businesses, how many jobs there are, yep. you know, so on and so forth. So the PPAI does a really good job at giving you ammunition to go in there and sort of you know swing your bat a little bit. They, they really do. And it's also, you know, what's interesting is it's also um, education for myself. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm very active in the industry. I volunteer all the time. I'm president of the RAC board. I'm out. I, I just spent four years on the PPMS board. And I walk into that room because Ann Stone and, and uh, her team do a great job of making sure everybody's aware of the topics of the day. And I always walk out of there going, man, I didn't know that. Or I wouldn't have known how to respond to that. Or I wouldn't have known how to communicate that. So, Meg, you've done lead. Yeah. What was your takeaway from doing lead? It's kind of all inspiring, right? And especially oh, as someone man. who, as someone, as a service woman in our industry. I mean, you you served, and so I would think that's a really kind of an interesting parallel there too. Oh, it definitely is. And I, I'll tell you from a personal point of view, when I went in there, I was completely intimidated at first because I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm way over my head in this stuff. But then as the day went on, I learned so much, and I was able to arm myself. And then I, you know, sometimes you 
when you do feel intimidated, you kind of kind of take a step back and just mm-hmm. be the fly on the wall and then learn. And then you can go back in there and feel more, um, feel fueled with more yeah. ammunition. And you go in there and I did come back feeling more educated, more inspired. Um, and then bringing that uh, veteran status, I always lead with that because they are more Absolutely. open to listen to me because I have more experience on the governmental side of things, like mm. on the leadership side of things. So like, oh, okay. So nope. she's not just selling me trinkets. She actually did serve the country too. You know, she's... <laughs> She kind of knows what she she's doing. No, absolutely, and I want well, I want to touch more on that in just a second. Sure, Stephen. So you've never participated in lead, and that's okay. I mean, it's you Shame. actually apply to do. Well, you apply <laughs> to do it, and I know people apply and they don't get to go. Um, what is what is what have you seen? Because I know you've seen the social media feeds on that Wednesday of um, promotional products work week, and you see all of us running around Capitol Hill and we're all taking the same kind of selfies, you know, in front of, in front of Congress and all that. What do you, what do you feel when you see those pictures? I mean, for me, I, Mm -hmm. I I really want to get involved. Um, You know, this, this is a, I'm learning as much during this podcast and I think as a lot of other people will. I mean, I, I've known about it. I, I've never gotten involved since, uh, aside from, following it like you said and and part of it was i thought the you know i just didn't understand the process of it like i thought yeah these were you know my my assumption was always okay these are employees of ppai or these mm-hmm. are delegates from the industry that they were selected you know like i didn't know it was something if i want to get involved in i can i can go sign up for it like i can yeah. get involved and and so i think that's that's something that i think just we just need to have some more information out about what it is not like I agree. as it's happening because yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people that don't know like if you want to get involved you can go do it and so that's where i'm at right now like i'm excited like that's well that's and cool hopefully and, and that's a great perspective hopefully podcasts like this help right day we get the word out in advance and you know meg you touched on something that i i couldn't agree with more so you know ppa does a great job of giving you some ammunition and some good case histories but anytime we can tie in a personal experience with mm-hmm. promotional products, um, because it, we all know it's one of the fir- it's a very easy thing for elected officials to point at. It's wasteful government spending and so on and so forth. But when you can tie a personal experience to promotional products, um, I will tell you, um, and I'm. I'm might get emotional here, but you know when I share my story with what happened to my wife almost three oh. years ago, where she had a sudden cardiac arrest in the home. I had to give her CPR. She was in a, uh, a, a coma for uh, two or three days, a, a, a hypothermic coma. And That's then she scary. was, it was awful. And then she was in the hospital for 11 days. She had a defibrillator and a pacemaker put in. And without the work of the American Heart Association, I would be a widower. And I know that for a fact because 93% of people who have cardiac arrests outside the home die. And of the 7% that survive, about 86% have severe, moderate to severe either physical or mental um, limitations. And she does not. She's a freaking miracle. And so I wear, I may be 49, you know, almost 50, but I wear a silicone bracelet on my wrist um, that is a promotional product and it says the American Heart Association. It allows me to have conversations with people when they ask why I wear that, tell them the importance of bystander CPR. And I've had several people go get certified in CPR. And I remember last year I told 
uh, one of I was talk, talking to a representative who's now a senator and one of her staff people, and she got up from the the representative got up from behind her desk. We were just talking, and she was crying and gave me a hug, and I didn't know why. And she said her father had died from a sudden cardiac arrest, oh. and if you know she wished that someone had been by to give him CPR, she would have had him a little bit longer. So when you don't think promotional products impact life and society in a positive way, I will challenge you that they do. And when you have those type of stories, and I think we all have them, whether it's fun, happy, memorable, or maybe scary, we can share those things. And it really highlights how valuable a a resource that promotional products are. Now I'll be quiet. (laughs) I think that also points out another uh, aspect of, of what we've all are trying to talk about. You know, a lot of people, when you get into politics, they want to complain oh, the the left is doing this, the right is doing that, but not many people actually get out there and do something. And that's where I'd like to at least express the fact that the more you do, the less you have to complain about because you are trying to make a difference. You are mm-hmm. trying to, you know, you're lobbying for not only yourself, but small businesses in this industry and small businesses across the country. You're going in there armed with the tools that you need from PPAI. Um, and you're, you're lobbying for, for us. You're making that change, or you're, at least you're attempting to make that change. You have to, so you have a soapbox to stand on, really. So for those people that, you know, the trolls or the people that just want to complain, this is your opportunity to do something, to do something that makes a difference. You know, apply really for the – go right to the PPI website. You can apply for it. If you get picked, you get to go down there and lobby and meet your, your local represent, uh, representatives, the congressmen, everybody. And it's just a really good opportunity that people that – want to make a difference have the opportunity to do absolutely could you could you guys tell me a little bit as someone who's never been the mm-hmm. the format do you guys like represent your state your area like how, how does how does it work with 80 people at meeting individually like who, who are you guys meeting with like kind of the format just out of curiosity so we're split into teams generally um usually one to two per state depending on states and sometimes some states are combined like for example here in tennessee um it's going to be trouble this year because it's Steve Roan and me oh, representing Tennessee. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, that's a problem. Um, but, no, so you, you generally get paired up with somebody because I will tell you, um, I'm a pretty confident guy, and I don't think I've ever felt more intimidated when you walk into one of those uh, uh, office buildings and you're just standing there waiting, um, and you're like, holy crap, this is real. It, it gets very – I got nervous. I get nervous mm-hmm. just thinking about it still. The first meeting or two I have, I'm still nervous. So the way it is is you can set up your own appointments, which um, I like to do. I've, I've done it a couple times now, so I do have some relationships with staffers. Um, so I will reach out to them directly. But also PPAI employs a um, uh a company to help secure appointments and it's really over a two-day period it's it's uh half a day on wednesday um everybody gets there in the morning some people come the night before but you get there in the morning you meet at lunch and then you scurry off off to capitol hill and then you finish up your appointments on thursday and, and head out that company so, that they employed actually or to, to book the meetings that was new as of last year too and yes that's such a great quality of life improvement that they made because before we actually the teams had to had to set the appointments themselves mm-hmm. um and so who yes and then who all are you guys meeting with like what what types of folks on capitol hill are you guys with it's either Depends. the yeah it's either it's either like their their chiefs of staff or other staffers within the office or sometimes uh the rare occasion where you're actually meeting with the representative or the senator 
cool. Yeah, and usually that happens. Senators are tough. I've, mm-hmm. I've only met with senators. Oh, that's not true. I've met with some senators, but usually the representative, when it's your, when they're you're their constituent. And if they don't have a vote, because a lot of times they'll have, they might have the intention of meeting with you just to have a meet and greet, but they may be called to the Hill for a vote or, you know, you just never know. So it's a very fluid thing. And it's what you really come to realize, you know, I think when you go in, you think, gosh, if I don't meet with the representative, I mean, I'm just wasting my time. I meet with a low level staffer who has no idea. Man, I'm telling you, they're the ones that run the country. They are the <laughs> ones that run the country for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you well. walk out, you walk out of those hallways, and you realize that 26 year olds are running the country, and that's mm-hmm. and I'm not joking. And they're smarter than you could ever hope to be. Yep, absolutely. I want to go back to the question that you asked, Stephen, if you don't mind, about, you know, as a distributor, how does that make you feel when you see those photos and stuff come through? I know, like, if I were putting myself in Stephen's position, because um, I never really saw any of that stuff when I was a distributor, uh, you know, 12 years ago or whatever. And I I personally would feel, you know, really proud that there's there's people out there that are lobbying for our industry and advocating for my company because I can't do it. Um, and so the really cool thing is that there's always legislation, you know, on, on the docket somewhere that can somehow affect the industry. I mean, I, I think the most recent one that really impacted us, I mean, outside of tariffs, which, you know, we have posed, but obviously couldn't really do much about it when that's an executive order. But at the same time, you know, you look at pharma and sort of how that sort of changed the promotional Mm -hmm. products industry. You know, when they sort of ruled out the ability to sell, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals or hand out pharmaceuticals and really pump the regulations on that stuff, you know, that affected a lot of businesses. Yeah, it did. Was it the Sunshine Act? Yeah, it's just really cool to see us to be there and, you know, make our presence known and to be able to combat those types of, um, you know, those types of legislation. Yeah. But it's, you know, this is one of those topics – I, I think pretty. I'm pretty passionate about. It. I didn't think I was until I went, and it really, like I said, just mm. turned me around on it. It's it's truly an honor and a privilege to participate and lead, which is an application, as Meg said. But promotional product work week, everybody should really get involved in and take the time, use the toolkits that are available on the PPAI website at ppai.org, and and get involved. This is a really wonderful industry it's quirky it's goofy um, but like jeff said i mean it's a it's a 23 billion dollar year industry and growing we're bigger than the music industry if there is still a music industry bigger than the lighting industry i mean we're a we're a substantial industry and the most interesting thing about our industry at least in terms of what uh, what legislators will listen to is as comprised primarily of small businesses 97 percent. yep yep yeah so that's the that's the thing. And so we do have a voice and it's important for people to go up there and, and, and lobby on behalf of the industry. And I, I think it's phenomenal. So, uh, Jeff, I know I'll be seeing you up there, uh, here very shortly and I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, I'm sure we will hoist an adult beverage and, and, uh, We'll make fun of McFadden. <laughs> well, actually, if you are coming to uh, to lead this year, uh, CPPA, the local regional association, is actually going to do a little bit of a welcoming welcoming party on that awesome. Wednesday. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, so, right in between the time where we're storming Capitol Hill and our dinner that evening, Bill, mm-hmm. uh, we're actually going to set up in the uh, in the lobby bar there and and maybe even buy a few drinks for peeps. So, nothing would give me more pleasure, to be honest with you, than have somebody buy me an adult beverage. So. Well, CPPA will be doing it. You can thank me for that. 
I, I'm, I'm, I will thank you at a time of my choosing. Yeah, I will. I, yeah, I will thank you at a time of my choosing. Meg, do you have anything to add? I'm, I feel like I feel like I dominated this episode, and that was no, not my it's, intention. So. It's okay. I, like I said, I just can't uh, emphasize enough that you are responsible for your own future. So if you want to make a difference, Ooh. get out there, wow. apply for lead, get in there. I know. I'm trying to be like you know patriotic here yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like i just watched up uh, you know um, the terminator the, the you, we, you are the fate that you create there you go that's one of my favorite movies <laughs> no but for real you can you have that opportunity we're giving you a voice we're giving you the opportunity to have a voice and go out there and, and, and apply and and lobby for your small businesses lobby for your industry absolutely steven anything you want to add no i appreciate you guys and what, you, what you're doing to help and hopefully i'll be able to get involved sometime in the future well, you can certainly get involved uh, with Promotional Products Work Week, and, and I encourage anybody who's got an interest in this, go ahead and apply for a lead next year. I think the, I think that'll open up. I'd have to talk to Ann Stone, but it, I think it usually opens around September, October, but go ahead and apply for that. You certainly won't be sorry you did. Something else you won't be sorry you did is heading over to baystate.com and getting those free marketing materials. Uh, that are available right there on the website. The digital flyers, the idea boards, the digital catalogs, all great stuff to help you design specifically to help you grow your business. And you want some of those great samples on the website? No problem. They're going to ship them at no charge via USPS, which very, a lot of uh, suppliers will not do and that's something Bay State does to make sure they can help you grow your business so I want to thank them for their sponsorship and most importantly I'd like to thank the other three people on uh, this podcast Meg and Steven and Jeff really enjoy hanging out with you guys and we'll do it again soon this Sounds has been great. so much fun yeah. thank you Bill bye guys bye. see you guys Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.